Welcome back, everybody, to the Randomized Podcast, the show where we talk about random things, maybe movies, maybe finance, maybe startups, something new every show. Uh, today's show, I, Hayden Phillips, the host, obviously, am going to be talking with my good friend Carson Metters about the life that we live, the uh, things we decide to do, uh, individuals, uh, you know, obviously we live very different lives, but we see each other a lot. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see where the overlap actually is. Um, we're going to revisit some things that uh, we've liked so far this summer in terms of media. We're going to talk about the, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. We're going to talk about some startups that we are uh, looking into and we're, we're fond of and we uh, want to shout out. And we're going to talk about a variety of different things. But before I do that, let's go ahead and welcome Carson onto the show. Hey, Carson, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Hayden. Yeah, man, no problem at all. Uh, it's really, it's really good to have you here. Um, so I think the first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Obi Wan. I really like that the, the show overall. I know a lot of people, you know, weren't fans of it overall, but me personally, I was, I was a huge fan. Uh, I really liked episodes four, five, and six in particular. The first two were all right. The third one was my least favorite. Four, five, and six were excellent. Uh, I thought they, they showcased Vader in a great light. Um, watching Obi-Wan and Vader fight again in the last episode and uh, it, was, it was brilliantly done. So, so what did you think? What kind of things did you like and what kind of things did you maybe not like that much? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think I really liked the same episodes as you um, just because um, like you said, showing, showing Vader in that light definitely gets a new perspective because we've never seen something from his perspective I guess um, I definitely would like to have a, a show or movie about him just to kind of see what he does before the movies actually start like the, the original three movies yeah 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 for sure um, I'm wondering I'm just curious like were you always a Star Wars fan or is this a should we have a disclaimer for this Kenobi no, no, I think it's fine. We're good. It's already been out for a week, yeah? Oh, the last episode, yeah? Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, I was curious also to know, like, I just asked this question, but were you always a fan of Star Wars or is this like a new thing that you've just discovered recently or like how, how did you come across it? Um, definitely through my dad. He showed me the movies. Um, I think like it was one of those things where uh, we bonded over as like yeah. as I was growing up. Like yeah. he would always like take me to the movies. Like when uh, I remember when Rogue One came out, like we went together and saw it. Um, I think we saw the next one after that. I forget. Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Han Solo movie, and yeah. then. And then, did, did you see all like the new ones, like Force Awakens, Last Jedi? Rise I don't know Skywalker? if I saw him, saw them with him, gotcha. but I, I've seen them before. I don't really like remember most of it. Yeah. I got to rewatch it, but I would say the uh, the popular opinion with those is like there a lot of people were saying that were never made because the directorial change and J.J. Abrams, another guy that was directing the movies, had different visions, so the whole thing just didn't feel like a full story you know what I mean mm -hmm. felt like it was parts of a different story for each one um so what was your favorite episode of Obi-Wan what'd you say out of the six 
Um, you don't have to know exactly which one if you just I describe there, uh, the events. There's six? Happened. Yeah, there's six. Oh. I thought there's only five. There's two came out the first time. Hmm. Um Which one is the one where the fight the fight scene with on the uh after they leave that planet in that ship he like takes the uh escape pod and um Vader makes a decision to not chase the um the people but he goes for the escape pod because he wants to kill Obi-Wan. Do you remember what that is? Is that like the last one or is it the one before? I think it's five. I think it's five. Okay. Maybe six. Maybe it is the last one because like I think there's like 30 minutes left after that and then... And that's where they meet up and like fight and do all that. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And like he slashes his the helmet. Helmet. Yeah, that was definitely awesome. Uh, you got to see some like like Anakin's actually still in there, you know, a little bit. I um, mean, he's personality-wise, he's gone. He's dead. You know, as he said, Obi Wan, it's not your fault. Anakin died. It's mine. I killed him. That kind of thing. Like that was an insane, you know, callback to Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Obi Wan felt terrible for losing his friend. Anakin and for steering him in a direction that wasn't the right one. Uh, truth be told, though, in my opinion, in my interpretation of the prophecy that everyone says, oh, Anakin's the chosen one, Anakin's the chosen one, to me, this is what he was chosen for. He was chosen to become Darth Vader and eventually, in uh, Return of the Jedi, overthrow the Emperor and turn back to the light and bring balance to the Force. So Qui Gon was never wrong. It just didn't turn out the way people expected it to. Does that make sense? Yeah. So some people say, well, since Luke is the one who defeated the the Empire, is he now the Chosen One? No, no, I don't think that's true at all. I think Anakin was and still is the Chosen One. His purpose was in that he was supposed to have those children. Um, Leia and Luke, obviously very Force-sensitive. Uh, one more famous than the other, but regardless... Um, and then there's that whole thing about, you know, Darth Vader was a well-known Sith. He was a well-known, uh, like, leader in the Empire. Uh, and it kind of gave a face to the movement, the Empire, you know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of allowed them to attack the Empire knowingly they were hurting Vader. Because uh, a lot of people didn't really know the Emperor, so they were like, who's really in charge of this? They, all the admirals and things like that, it's like a middle management, it's like a, a retail manager compared to the CEO of Walmart, for example. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like the show overall. Well, I mean, that's why they called him Lord Vader. Right, yeah, he was a lord. But I really, 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 really liked the show overall. I thought it was really well done. I know it wasn't as well received as I thought it would be, but... Um, my one complaint is I don't really see what they were trying to do with Reva. Like, I get her whole turning to the light side again thing at the end, you know, whatever. But like, I just feel like if she, I feel like it would have been a lot better for the story if Vader killed her, Dooku style, and just like beheaded her. You know what I mean? With the lightsabers crossed and just, I think that would have been a lot better for. Uh, you know, for the views and for the story and, and everything like that. 
But overall, I was happy with it. I, w- I was happy that we waited on and everything. Um, so that's probably my favorite like show that I've seen. Um, I haven't really been able to get into Miss Marvel that much. Um, I liked Moon Knight a lot. That was earlier in the spring. Uh, did you watch Moon Knight? What did you think of that? I really liked it. Um, I'm trying to like remember certain scenes. Um, I think just like the whole like Egyptian uh, gods part aspect of like the whole show kind of like definitely brings me back to like um, uh, what are like the the kids books that talk about the what is the uh, the Kane Chronicles Percy Jackson but it's the Egyptian version of Percy Jackson yeah yeah the Kane Chronicles yeah yeah I know you're talking about um because like the Temple of Osiris is like the second one or something like that maybe or the I remember Flaming just River. I remember just remember reading one of those books. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely cool. There's like Bast and um, Ra and Osiris. Yeah, and Tower at the Hippo. She was funny. Conchu mm-hmm. was you know top tier, and obviously Hamlet was. Yeah, that and I think the last episode when the two gods are fighting, like that. Awesome. Yeah, that scene is so like. Um, crazy because like the what are they called the the humans that like have to are they the avatars yeah the avatars. yeah they were fighting while uh the gods were fighting so it was like yeah you could like see him in the in that see him in the background and yeah like they're huge in the sky just messing yeah. each other up no and the reveal of jake lockley and how he just messed everyone up mm-hmm. that was awesome um yeah so i really like that i really like dr strange uh, a lot of people hate on that as well, but I thought it was a pretty solid movie. Didn't see a lot wrong with it. Um, I don't think, you know, everyone thought it was going to be like an endgame type movie. It was going to have all these cool cameos and whatever. Um, it, it's not Spider-Man. Doctor Strange was never Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a, a beloved character. Everyone knows Spider-Man. He's like a household name, but, you know, up until five, six years ago, was Doctor Strange really as well? No, I don't think so. I don't think... I knew who he was until I saw him in a cartoon when I was younger, but how many people really watch cartoons, especially growing up now, you know, like, was Doctor Strange really as well known as Spider-Man? Absolutely not. So, it's hard to really say, like, was most of the movies, like, Perception just because it wasn't Spider-Man, and it didn't have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up, which is, like, nostalgic in its own right. That's why it didn't perform as well as Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm not saying Multiverse of Madness is as good as that movie. I'm just saying a lot of why people think it was bad is because they were expecting that movie again. You know? Yeah. 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 Was the was the first Doctor Strange? Was that did that come out before he like showed up in like one of the Avengers, or was it? Yeah. So that actually came out in I believe it was 2015. So from there he appeared in 2017. He was in Thor Ragnarok, and that was like his first crossover, I think. Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Because Thor Ragnarok leads directly into... Oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? 
And he's at the beginning because he gets Loki, remember? And he sends them to Odin, who's about to die. Like, Loki just falls into a portal. Oh. And it, there's a note. Yeah, because no, they go to Earth. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out, like, what's up. Yeah. Like, where their dad is. Because he said he left him at a nursing home. Loki did. So, that was what that was about. So, I think that was the first time he ever showed up. I believe. I honestly don't know for sure. He wasn't in Civil War. Which, honestly, I don't really know what side he even would have been on. But he met everyone in Infinity War. Because... Obviously, he had the time stone, and then he fought with them at the beginning, mm. and and the like the Ebony Maw Squidward scene. Um, yeah, well, I like Doctor Strange though. Like, what do you do? Are you a fan of the character? I think the magic is like cool, and I like the way they they can animate it now. It looks like realistic. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was a really cool character when they introduced him because like it definitely like I feel like any magician or like. Um, anything like that like along the lines of like what the scarlet witch is is like they have like endless powers uh, it kind of just has to depend on what they know and like obviously when they have like that dark hole to that new the book or whatever it was in the movie right and they could have endless power and know exactly how to defeat any enemy so right it's just it's different you know like normally superheroes like either like build a suit or they have powers, but he's like magic and anybody can learn magic. Yeah. He just happened to be one of the people that did. So that's the coolest part. Like he's the best at it, but anybody can do it. So he's just a normal guy, he was a doctor, he got in a car accident and things changed for him. I'm trying to think like what else this summer? Stranger Things. Did you did you mess with the Stranger Things? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm super excited to see uh, part two. Doesn't it come out July first? Uh, yeah, yeah, the next two episodes. And I think they're like in that, like three hours combined. There's only two more episodes? Yeah. Oh. But they're like long. So, I think those would definitely be good. There's a season five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, probably going to be the last one, right? Yeah, it'll probably be out in like two years. Maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. When they're all like 20? <laughs> yeah, it's it, there's a time jump. So they actually are going to be Oh, nice. Season. Yeah, that is smooth. Yeah, in order to like, because obviously they're like 14 right now and they do not have like 14. So like, oh, I was going to say they're not actually 14 in real life. Right. I don't know how old they're supposed to be in that, but they're like young still. Because when did the first season come out? Like forever ago? Yeah. Yeah. So I really don't know. But whoever like picked up that show and like, was like, let's make this. It's a good ass show, dude. For real. Yeah. Like, it's a unique story. I think it's cool how it's in Indiana, too. Yeah. Because, like, some scary shit like that would happen in Indiana. Yeah, I swear. And it's just so random, and there's no reason for it at all. But, of course, of course it happened here. Because, um, I mean, Hopkins is a real town, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is, because, like, people go and take pictures of that elementary school. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's near here. I don't know. I feel I, like I've seen a Hawkins Police Department car here before. <laughs> Let me look it up. But maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. 
Hopkins, Indiana. Honestly, I, I'm not sure, but let's see. Let's see if we can find something. Huh. Is it fictional? It might be. Yeah, it's fictional and rolling. Ah, that's tough. Huh. I really thought it was real. It's super interesting. Oh well. Um, that's pretty cool. Though that it's like, you know, new. I mess with that. But they made it up on their own. Yeah. favorite type of media to watch is it like a podcast is it is it like a, a, a blog type format a movie what kinds of things do you want to do like what do you want to like watch what do you like to watch um i'd say i used to watch a lot of youtube but i don't know i think nowadays like a good tv show or movie definitely is what I try and watch. I just think getting invested in a larger story is something that I value now more than I did before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like trying to figure out a mystery, but that takes you a while to figure out or like wondering what's going to happen. Like, like Barry, for example, like the reason I keep watching is because I have no idea what's going to happen. Like one day he'll be in jail the next he'll be out and and doing just fine. And by the way, um, spoiler alert for Barry, but that ending was fucking nuts, dude. I did not think he would ever go to prison, but for him to be literally caught red-handed about to murder somebody, that's insane. And then Sally killed someone? I couldn't yeah. believe that, bro. I could not believe that. That was so crazy. After, dude, just a few episodes ago when she broke up with Barry, I was like, bro, why is she doing that? She's such a terrible person, too. Yeah. Like, they're perfect for each other in that regard. And then, dude, have you noticed that her actor, like, her co-star has not been seen since? Co-star? Like, in her show that she had for a brief little second? Her co-star hasn't been seen since. Like, the one that was like, you're dating a violent guy, Sally, you're dating a violent guy. So you think that Barry killed her? No. But now that you say that, maybe. But no, that's not what I meant. Why would you bring that up 
that she hasn't been in this. Why would she? Well, I'm just saying her only purpose was to break Barry and Sally up in the show. And now they don't show her anymore. What do you like? That's the only reason the writers put her in the, the show. Oh, so you're saying because they broke up, she's not in the show anymore. Yeah. But now they like say, I love you to each other again. Like that's what she says at the end before she boards the, uh, the flight back to Joplin. Yeah, but she, I don't think I don't think she's getting back with him after she comes back. No, I'm saying she's messed up, bro. She's terrible. She murdered somebody, and yeah, she's down. I, okay, yeah, that's why she went back. She's down, terrible. Yeah, so to she's, be fair, he was about to kill her. Like he was choking her out. He was about to kill her, but she stabbed him in the head, and he was pretty much done after that. He well, was sitting down. You got to preface that it's not. The dude that was she killed. Who? What? Like the dude that she killed is the one doing that, not Barry. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was getting attacked by the dude that she killed. The the member. Dude, of the when she game. stabbed his eye, I was like, "What is he talking about?" Because she, the way she stabbed it, it wasn't even like it was from the back, back through the back. Yeah. Yeah, behind his ear. It's messed up. Yeah, bro. and then it like poked the back of his eye. That's so tough. Oh, dude. And his eye yeah. was like black. Yeah. Oh, my god. Because you could like, the blood started to fill up. That was so disgusting. I would hate it, dude. And he was just like, oh, what did you do to my eye? Yeah, and then <sighs> he like, he like got on his phone and didn't even see her grab a whole bat. And then she just beat him to death. Yeah. He's dead now. Wait, was that a one-way mirror? Yeah. I don't think so. Because why would he, like, when you remember when he went in the room to, like, look at it, he, like, went in there and then... It's just his reflection, I think. Because that's just, like, a podcasting room. Like, a soundproof recording mm-hmm. studio type thing. Yeah, but no, dude. Insane. I'm, like... There's a few predictions that I have for the next season. One of them being that Sally is going back to kill her ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, Sam. Um, because now that she's already killed one person, why not? Well, I think, like, that could be how they write it in. Like, if he, like, tries to do anything to her, he's she's definitely, like, going crazy again. Oh, absolutely. But, like, why would she even... But why would she even go if not to do something like that? Like, why else would she be going back to Joplin? Uh, her acting dreams and everything are like toast at this point. Because like, what is she doing? Yeah, that's the whole point. I think that she's getting out of town for a little bit. But what's gonna happen to Barry? That's the thing that I'm like wondering the most. Like, I think personally, I think he's gonna get off due to entrapment. Which I can look this up really quick. But I believe it's like legally somewhere defined as you are being set up to commit a crime, and therefore you can't have done it under your own free will, so it's not your fault. So it says here, entrapment is the state of being caught in or as in a trap. The action of tricking someone into committing a crime in order to secure their prosecution. So that could definitely apply to Barry because Kusano So it's like, like even even the evidence that like was against him gets thrown out. Yeah, because double jeopardy. Yeah. Can't be tried for the same things twice. Yeah. So they want that prosecution. Um, 
Kusuno was out out in, in the uh, on the street and was like, he's gonna ruin me, Barry. He's gonna ruin me. I have to do Especially something. since he's the one that gave him the gun. Like if he didn't have a gun or anything, Barry could have. If he had brought his own gun, then not. That him. would be an issue. But he didn't have a gun. Yeah. He took Kusuno's gun. He was gonna use that. And obviously, we as the audience know Barry is guilty of all of these things. But, dude. I think he's gonna get out. I think he's gonna get out. Either that, or he's gonna end up like sharing a bunk with Fuchs or something in prison. Which I wouldn't really like. But it's gonna be a while before we see season four. I'm willing to bet. So that sucks. Oh well. Um. So you just started watching uh, Silicon Valley recently. I just put you onto that. Like, how, how are you feeling about that show so far? I like it. I think it's definitely a very funny way of looking at, like, a startup company and, like, kind of um, making fun of the seriousness of it because it is something that, like, you're trying to grow and um, yeah, it's definitely not easy to gain money for something that you believe in but yeah and what if you put your mind and hard work into it i think what i really like about the show is that they mix in humor with a lot of real things like they go over cap tables and, and board yeah. consents and all these other documents and legal jargon and things that you know really that real startups occur on an everyday basis and obviously you and i know this building a startup now what a safe is and how fun how funding rounds work with valuations and all these things like that and we're going on fundraising meetings soon we're learning how to encounter these people how to accurately meet them how to secure deals things like that but the show approaches it in a way that's like very very accurate like it's real stuff that they are seeing it's not like totally made up and you know they're very sought after commoditized startup they have this middle out compression that has the highest Weissman score ever um, which if you don't know Weissman is like a compression score um, but anyways so they have the highest compression score ever they're highly sought after suddenly they get hit with this lawsuit that's going to cost them at least two million just for litigators they just got a five million funding round are they going to have enough runway? No, that's like a whole dilemma. That's a whole plot point. Things. So, yeah. And it, it's also, is the point, like they're, they're working out of somebody's house in an incubator. Like I, I find that really cool. Like they're just getting down to it. They're doing their jobs. They're working on something that's actually important and they're getting it done. They're building something. They're going to all these events. They're meeting people. And that's just, that's what I've been trying to like tell you guys. Like this is all really important stuff. Like each, each individual part of the, the process and the journey it means you know something so like going to these events like we're about to go to uh in a, in a few weeks is important because of the people that you can meet there and then you know the more personal a relationship is with somebody the more they're willing to bend uh and like you know what they're doing to towards you and, and kind of assist you or, or introduce you to other people who could be of great assistance to you and write your checks and things like this and you know, it, it goes over all of those things in a very comedic light. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's one of my favorite shows overall, I would say. I watched the whole thing a few times now. Kind of reminds me of, like, The Office, but in a startup format. Yeah. 
I think like you definitely, if you have a startup, it's definitely something you've either learned before or you can learn from because it, like you said, it definitely has a lot of terminology and stuff that would help you with your startup. Yeah, and, and especially like each season they get more and more developed. So eventually they get into offices. Yeah, and, they, and, and it shows like the different seed rounds because they're in seed A right now. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they're in series A right now and then they just go, they keep going. Uh, it, it gets really, it's, it honestly is a really good show. Uh, and even the ending is kind of sad, but like still pretty good. Um, so that kind of like wraps up like the media. Uh, Thor is about to come out. I'm pretty excited about that. I think it's going to be a good movie. Uh, I like. I think Christian Bale looks pretty good as uh, Gore the God Butcher. Um, who but, is that? Who? Who is that? Christian Bale. No, no, no. The uh, character uh, he's playing. Oh, you haven't seen him? Like, have you seen the trailer? Is that the... He's the white dude with the teeth. He looks like... Like this. That guy. You've probably seen him in the trailers. Yeah. He, uh... He has this sword that just, like, rips the life force out of gods. And gods are, like, multiversal beings. So it just eliminates all their life force because once gods like die they transfer to another realm so like it's another dimension essentially like when odin died he he went into specks of dust to valhalla but when you kill him with this sword they don't do that they don't go anywhere else wait where's valhalla uh it's just in another universe i don't know how they actually explain it but it's, it's it's kind of complicated i guess but overall, I mean, yeah, it's he's cool. He's actually super dark, though. But I think it'll be really cool to see. I'm excited for it, personally. But he's definitely a creepy-looking dude. Has he played a villain before? Christian Bale? Yeah. Uh, I mean, kind of. American Psycho, I guess. But in that movie. Oh, like, yeah, that is that is a good movie. Um, no, I think he looks sick. I'm excited. Because Christian Bale's a good actor, too. So, kind of pivoting here. I know we were talking about just media and, and things like that in general. But I'm kind of interested to hear uh, how you've been doing with, like, building a startup and things like that. Like, some things you've learned, some things, like, some pitfalls you've encountered. And uh, kind of how you're pivoting from that experience and, and what you're enjoying, what you're not enjoying about it. Uh, and what you're looking forward to. Because as your partner, it's, it's kind of good to... Things. Um, yeah, I think like right now we're just enjoying the journey. Like it's definitely we have a lot, a long way to go before we're something as big as a Fortune 500. But I think that's something where we could get. Um, but it just takes hard work and determination to get there. Um, Let's see, some things I've learned is just, you definitely have to spend money to make money. Um, I think that's kind of how, what's tough with the startup is you have to get funding for it, but you might have to spend your own money just to kind of get yourself into it. Um, Let's see, something I enjoy. I think just learning, like, um, something that, like, 
Wabash has taught me is just like not really like I don't I don't want to sound cheesy but like learning is fun but like you definitely just want to keep expanding your knowledge like you don't want to just um what's the word uh um like become complacent with it yeah like there's always something to learn yeah yeah new you can learn every day like definitely yeah that's that's something that's fun about the startup is because you are building something that you are obviously like learning as you go and you're, you're familiar with it and it's something that you love and are passionate about and things like that but even beyond that there's things that you can learn how to do like create relationships with people uh, send a proper email sign documents write documents lead you know all these new subtle nuances that go into it but are actually very important in, in the end game and those are all things you learn even just do, doing like the business and, and building your product and your project and 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 turning it into a reality um no i i love that aspect to it i think it offers a, a unique perspective that you only really recognize once you've worked on a startup when it takes a lot a lot of hard work and you see all these success stories and you watch like the social network and he just coded facebook and suddenly got a half a million dollar check or whatever it was how many facebook's out there aren't there how many facebook's have you heard of? i only heard of one and that's facebook you know but there's other companies that are big and that have gotten funded and everything like that but they're not facebook you know they're not google they're not uh they're not apple they're not what is it that like it's all under now all like the instagram and that's meta? facebook meta yeah yeah so they're called meta now but they've been facebook this entire time as did like facebook acquire instagram or did yeah yeah instagram was its own thing facebook acquired them now facebook is meta but Facebook is still Facebook. Meta just owns Facebook. Well, yeah, it's like Meta is trying to go into like the metaverse. Or yeah. Whatever. Which, dude, to be totally honest with you, and this could just be a lack of understanding. Everyone was like, Web3 is the future. Web3 is the future. And Web3, there's Web1, Web2, and Web3. We're up to Web3 right now. Web3 is like all the decentralization, the crypto. Like, what are the use cases there? Like, decentralized internet. Okay, I can see. But all these different crypto coins that are, that are being mined and whatever, created and minted, and then NFTs, like, a lot of them don't have purposes, nor do they have value, so why do they exist? Just because somebody got bored and wanted to write a blockchain? Like, yeah, I don't think there's enough proper judgment in place for when people are creating projects in this space. I think hard tech is something that needs a lot more development. Like, there's a lot of people out there building electric vehicles right now, but we're building components for them. I think there's more, there's more, you know, rivalry in that space. Um, but no, no, I, 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 yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I really enjoy working on a startup as well. Um, are there any startups that you've heard of that you like thought they're doing something cool or anything like that? I mean, if not, you know, that's totally fine. If there's anything. Yeah, not really. Right on. I, uh, 
I've been reading about a few. There's one called Proton, and they're kind of like a an encrypted Google. Essentially, they have all these little apps that you can use, like their version of Gmail, which is Proton Mail, but it's end-to-end encrypted and it's very safe and secure. Can't be hacked nearly as easily. Um, you know, that's one I've been kind of following up on there in later development now. But um, yeah, I think I always wanted to be able to support something like that. Um, I'm trying to think what the other one was that I was going to say. In, in, in regardless, you know, there's there's startups being started every day. And, and especially in this economic downturn right now, it's going to be harder for startups to raise money. But, you know, out of that becomes Forbes with fire startups, you know, like startups that have been through the ringer. They know what it's like they're more resilient and kind of weeds out the ones that weren't going to succeed anyways, you know, so it just takes away that extra step. But the ones that are going to succeed are the ones that are persistent and are resilient and, and continue to their their plans and they build what they were set out to build and they accomplish what they set out to accomplish. So, I guess the, the way I want to wrap up this episode, this inaugural episode of the randomized podcast um i wanted to talk to you about like your plans like for the future and, and kind of where you see yourself so i'm going to lay out a kind of framework for you here and, and kind of give you my story and then when i'm done um you kind of give me your version of the same story um, so the framework we're going to use is five years from now 10 years from now and um 15 years from now so in five-year increments, a lot can change in five years. Um, in five-year increments, like how do you see your life changing? So in five years from now, uh, and obviously, you know, if you don't really know, that's fine. Just kind of say like what you're thinking now. Um, or you can even say that like, I'm between this, this and that and whatever. But like for five years from now, for me, um, obviously I'll have graduated. My undergraduate degree would be graduated. Um, in five years, I will probably have my doctorate if I had to assume. And then, or at least my master's degree. What are you getting there? Uh, it's called MS&E, Management Science and Engineering. Um, so that's, you know, that's a program that I'm actually very interested in. And then I hope that our startup is, you know, taken off and that I can, you know, I'm, leading international outreach and we're building stuff over in the, the UK and Germany and things like that and we have customers over there we're always on the move always in meetings always doing this and that and then like super busy but super successful and then 10 years from now I hope like we're like a conglomerate and I want to be living um, probably like New York like upstate New York like a nicer area where I can build like a large house and, on some land um, and just you know have like my sanctuary and then 15 years from now, you know, I hope to have a family, um, at least a couple of kids and, you know, kind of starting to settle down and look into the retired life. Um, cause I'll be 35 in 15 years. And if I do what I should in my twenties, I'll have more than enough to retire on. So that's kind of my idea, but like, how do you see those like five, 10, 15 years playing out for yourself? Um, definitely five years, um, graduated from Wabash for sure. Um, maybe possibly play some pro 
volleyball somewhere if that's a possibility. You never know. Um, especially beach, because beach is, beach is fun. Um, I'd say definitely want to um, be a part of the our startup, and hopefully it's definitely um, taken off in the next five years. Um, I'd say 10 years, definitely settle down. Um, if a kid happens, it happens if I'm settled down at that point, you know. Um, yeah. I'd say definitely... Um, live somewhere where we have land um i want to like when i build my house i definitely want to build my house but like when i build it i want to build it like in increments right so it's not like all one money just goes into it like you could have little projects at a time yeah yeah, and then like i build what i want like when i want it like it just it, it takes time to add on to it yeah um yeah and then 15 years um Definitely, like you said, just be um, still uh, part of the company, just hoping it succeeds and grows to what we definitely think it will. Um, hopefully have kids by then. Like you said, I'll be 35, or 35 36. Um, yeah. Right on. Yeah. I think it's just good to kind of like sit back and reflect on what's already been done and then kind of look forward and see what you want to accomplish, you know? Kind of gives you a framework for how to, you know, go about your day-to-day with the big picture things in mind. Um, Yeah, so thank you everyone for listening. That's going to wrap up the uh, the inaugural episode of the Randomized Podcasts, um, the podcast where we talk about random things. Could be books, movies, shows, uh, music stocks finance business uh, anything in between you know you're gonna find it here you can probably find it in other places too but this is the only place where you'll find it all so don't forget where we're at don't be a stranger um feel free to email me at hayden at randomizepod.com again that's hayden h-a-y-d-e-n at randomizepod.com Uh, with any suggestions if you want to be a guest feel free um if you want to donate you can do so through my anchor link and uh please share with your friends because we want to grow our community and have some nice thoughtful fruitful conversations with many many other people than just our internal circle so again thank you so much for listening i appreciate the support and uh this is Uh, Hayden and Carson saying goodbye. Uh, Thanks for having me on um, one last time and goodbye. Yeah, no problem, man. See you later, everybody.